Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, August 6th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. Alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. The second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. The verified one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host Greg. That was such a good sound because it wasn't just the pop, but it was like the wind up to the pop had this nice little like warping sound. So yeah, shout out to that. What a great way to start a Friday. I've been on this. You know, I don't know if you know this. uh, Just life is constantly being tired. And as you know, uh, Tim, I moved in San Francisco. So I've moved away from the place where I got my Busan kick all the time. So at the new grocery store, I went and bought a variety of different uh, iced coffees. So now we're trying the Chameleon Organic Cold Brew right okay okay See if this wow. black coffee with the chameleon on it'll give me the kick i need to make sure i don't fall asleep in the middle of a show today tim how are you just in case i'm doing fantastic man had a great uh wake up this morning because yesterday did the show with uh with tam obviously tim tam thursdays baby yeah of Let's course go. everyone knows it i uh, had a great time but then we realized that we don't really have the best ways of communicating with each other and we're usually just like it's go time for the show and we just go yes so before i was like hey i don't have your number like give me it then we'll Outrageous. at least have that right because yeah. otherwise we're just like twitter dms and eh, those aren't fun to deal with they're, they're a mess right right so gives me his number i text him and in all caps i just said it's tim and i was like cool great you know that's how modern people exchange phone numbers other. and identities it's just like yeah. yeah boom he didn't respond didn't do anything this morning he just responds in all caps it's tam and it was the first thing i saw when i woke up and i'm just like i fucking love this guy i yeah. love him so much because i know he waited i know he did that on purpose i'm like i'm gonna text him tomorrow with this shit and it's just the little things it's the little things you know you gotta have fun out there you gotta have fun out there you could easily sit here and be like life sucks x y and z these are the problems right but if you mm-hmm. sit there and you say i'm gonna have some fucking fun yeah. You can power through it, right? And hopefully get be a Tam a in your life, it. man. Get a Tam in your life. Now, here's the problem, of course, Tim. You would have had his number a long time ago if you would just play Marvel's Avengers and join the Marvel Avengers text thread we have going. Mm-hmm. That's so we talk dumb. about all the updates there, and we have a lot of fun. So dumb, crazy. What was that? What was that, Kevin? Uh, you're crazy. You're crazy. I'm crazy. To even bring that up to Timothy. I'm crazy. Yeah. Kevin, what I want to let you know is that I got a text, or I'm sorry, a Slack from Joey Noel yesterday in an official capacity at 336 that just says, FYI, we're now referring to Kevin as the Shweddy King. What the fuck is that Shweddy all about? Shweddy King, yeah, Shwet. It's my new word for cool. What French means made cool it up. in French, according oh. to Kevin. Oh, Trey Shweddy. Trey Shweddy. Trey Shweddy, indeed. Oh, I like this a lot. I thought this was something that Joey was trying to insult you with. This is great. Yeah. yeah, see, Kev's, Kev is trying to do the end I'm of 8 mile Eminem thing of just, like, using it against himself. You know what I mean? I guess. Do you not know what I mean? I mean, I saw 8 Mile once, and I enjoyed it, but I don't remember. I never it saw it. Tim's never seen it. Tim's never seen it. So is this a reference to how he called himself Rabbit? Because everybody calls him Rabbit. Yeah, and him? yeah okay. he's kind of owning the thing that he's trailer trash and all that shit. And it's like, yeah, what are you going to say against me if I'm already saying it myself? So, hence, Kevin, the sweaty king. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> 
Growing up, a kid called me mole, but I never, I never used that. As I never tried to lean into that. No, he just mean, cried. He just this, cried. I know, we're, I know, we're going long here in the the dumb bullshit before we get to the video game news. But I just you're need right. To there say, is video game news. <laughs> Let's talk no, about no, Jeffrey Grubb no, saying that Dead Space will be here sooner than we think. The antic apologizing to angry Pokemon fans, and holy shit, did Blizzard suck slash maybe still sucks? We'll talk about all this and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you to the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show ad free. You can get the show with the exclusive post show we do. And you can catch shows like the kind of funny games cast and the kind of funny podcast recording live as we record them. Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Over on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, you are watching live just like Hard to find is uh, S Paul or Spalls 2714 is Alex 1342R. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell me what I screw up and what Tim screws up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you. The Suicide Squad is here, and that means DCEU in review is happening today. You can catch the live ad-free recording on patreon.com slash kindoffunny at 3 p.m. Pacific, but it'll be on YouTube and podcast services as soon as possible after that, Timothy. Mm-hmm. That's Are you true. excited? Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, dude. Can't wait to talk about Lots to talk about in that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, Thank you to our Patreon producer, Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by DoorDash and Honey, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. For some Baker's dozen. So far, the chameleon's getting it done. I won't lie to you, all right? Chameleons are cool, man. There's something coffee that comes the iced coffees that you get out of like the grocery store refrigerator right that hit way harder than a cup of coffee oh yeah so I, have something to prove. Coffee, I could be ready to be like a narrator i could be narrating a documentary i could be a yeah. professor in class you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when i drink the iced coffee i'm a madman i am the electricity gremlin in gremlins 2 that billy mm. uses through the phone to electricity so all cool. the gremlins at the end of gremlins 2 i'm sorry for the gremlins 2 spoilers that's me <laughs> Do that, Corey. I'm going to do it again, Corey. You animated into the gift of the end of Gremlins 2. That's electricity, Greg, you have shooting through all the other Gremlins, all right? Greg Miller killing the sound game today, just got to say. First, it was the once you pop, you don't stop, and now you got the freaking most Hmm. spot-on Gremlin electric sound sound I've ever heard. ASMR, Greg is here today to tell you all the news needs in the camera. Number one on the Rupper Report! Are we getting the Dead Space remake next year? That's what might be happening, according to one Jeffy Grub Grub. That's right, Jeff Grub over at GamesBeat. We join his report in progress. Electronic Arts is is really making that Dead Space game that fans wanted. The game is going to be simply, the game is going simply by the name Dead Space. And as I previously reported, that represents developer EA Motive's desire to remake the original game while also rebooting the franchise as a whole. And fans should get the chance to experience the results of those efforts when Dead Space launches in fall of 2022, according to sources familiar with development. This means that the game is little, a little bit more than a year away. 
Of course, in the tumultuous games industry, target dates slip, slip frequently. And it's, I'm telling you what, it's sweaty. The coffee's sweaty, and it's making me sweaty and loose over here, all right? I got all the little nuts and bolts on Greg. They're vibrating. It's the end of the week. I'm exhausted, Mm -hmm. and I'm just doing the best I can to keep it on the tracks here, but I'm having fun. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Of course, in the tumultuous games industry, target dates slip frequently. And it's important to note that EA has not yet publicly stated or confirmed release timing for Dead Space. I, Jeffy Grub Grub himself, reached out to EA for comment, and a spokesperson for the publisher provided the following statement. Quote, we haven't shared a release date for the game, but we don't have, I'm sorry, and we don't have any comment based on the current rumor and speculation. But we're glad people are excited for the game, end quote. But internally, EA is expected to launch Dead Space during its fiscal year 2023. So we won't see that in its fiscal guidance until early next year. But by then, we will likely have heard more from the publisher about this game. The company does have some intentions to reveal more of Dead Space before the end of 2021. That could take the form of a trailer dropping on the company's YouTube page, or maybe it's another candidate to show up at the Game Awards in December. At that time, it's possible EA could give a release date, although that might go against current trends. Many publishers are keeping final release dates quiet until much later in the marketing cycle. This is due to the pandemic making it tough, making a tough business even more uncertain. But it's also because publishers are seeing little downside as gamers continue to set games continue to sell even if customers have to wait to the last minute to, for release specifics. For example, Nintendo didn't announce Mario Golf Super Rush until February and it sold more than 1.3 million copies in five days in June. Timothy Robert Geddes. Are we going to get Dead Space in fall 2022? I mean, I definitely think that's the plan, given the state of the world and how we haven't gotten many video games uh, to hit the dates that the that they're given or planned for. Probably not. But if things get a little bit better and a little bit more under control, I do think Dead Space, this type of remake, is the type of game that I would expect on the earlier side than the later side huh. if the world situation wasn't uh, a factor. But it is. So I think that I'd expect this to be targeted for September 2023. And then yeah, get that Halloween timing. Yeah. And then uh, maybe it gets pushed back to November. But if it gets further than that, I think they would just punt it to 2024. I... I'm with you, of course, but I'll go one step further and tell you this is Greg Miller's lock of the week. All right. There's not a chance in hell Dead Space launches in fall 2022. Yeah, I'm right there with my dates back one year. I I, I misspoke. I don't know what fucking year it is. I meant 2022, 2023, not 23 and 24. I understand what you mean. Uh there's not a chance and i think i'm right there with it i think this is very much the horizon conversation where i think they have every intention every intention of trying to launch this in fall 2022 that's the guideline the roadmap they're on yada 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 i just don't i think as we've seen with just about every game especially games that don't have a release date or a window they didn't they specifically didn't put that into their announcement Mm -hmm. trailer ea player right i just don't think you'll ever see that actually materialize in fall 2022 i'd love to be wrong i love dead space as you know i am the halloween king i'd love a good spooky game to play come that time but we'll have to wait yeah now so here's the thing like i am not a scientist and i'm not a game developer those two things are two of the strongest facts about myself okay um but i am a consumer of this stuff and i pay attention to when things are announced and when things are released etc 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 and when you look at things like the resident evil 2 remake and 3 remake that are very similar to this dead space project right in idea and concept in fact it seems like from everything we know the resident evil is a lot more even than dead space because it was kind of changing even the style of game uh whereas this looks like it is more of a 
close to one-to-one uh, Dead Space remake with minor changes or, or like different types of changes that aren't changing the genre, right, of, of gameplay. Um, and we got RE2 announced at E3 and it came out six months later. RE3, even less of a lead time where it's like it was Game Awards or not Game Awards, the December PS State of Play. And then it was like four months later, the game came out. So it's like with this, I can see that being a similar situation where it's like they didn't put a date, but internally and just where the project is actually at, I can imagine that this will be a lot further faster than other other game titles. Okay. I want to believe. I like that idea. You know what I mean? I mean, especially you just got to think about it. Like a lot of it's already done. Story's done, right? Like the the there's a lot of, I don't know if they're using the same audio or going back and, and changing some stuff, but I, I there's a basis, stuff. but there's a basis, right? It's like changing is different than com- having to create from scratch. So it's like, there's a lot of, uh kind of one-ups that they have going into this and a a really cool thing that also was coming out today that i think has been uh in a blog post for a while but people just talk about it today is that the dead space remake will be a fully unbroken experience like god of war so it's all going to be one shot which is fucking awesome and so perfect for dead space like those are the type of enhancements that i think are really going to make this a worthwhile remake and and something special that stands on its own in 2022 or three or whenever it comes out and and being something that like we're going to look at like thank god this happened even though dead space isn't that old of a game sure. you know um i think it's really going to recontextualize a classic so this type of thing okay. like that that dead space has always been cinematic to give it that extra level i think is going to go a long way and i also think that while that unbroken experience adds a lot of technical issues uh it also kind of limits you a little bit for what you can do and how crazy you can get so i think that if they have a strong direction for that stuff and a a good team working on it which i have full faith that they do knowing uh what motive has done in the past i i have faith that this might be a simpler production than what it could have been if it was just a full-on all new dead space game sure that that works and i think you know I am, you know, infinitely excited for this. Number one, I mean, for two reasons. Number one, I'm a huge Dead Space fan, so getting to go back for this is great. And then on top of that, the fact that Callistico protocol, or the Callisto, Callistico, Callistico, whatever, the Callisto p- protocol is happening over there from striking distance, right? Which is Glenn, who is one of the people who made Dead Space. So it's like we're getting a an also a modern thing. So even if Dead Space plays it smaller, tighter, which you were talking about the handheld can, uh, camera, right? That is what I would think they're leaning into. I think what it would be too, if you've never played, right? It is scary. It is, you know, you're just trying to get through that door, but there's a body on the ground, and is that a necromorph, and you don't know. If you brought that experience, you ground that experience, especially with that camera, you wait that experience where your boot's on the ground and you are tight. It feels survival horror, but then learns from all the things we've learned about survival horror and action games since then, and also the, you know, the pros and cons of Dead Space 1 to Dead Space 2, Dead Space 2 to Dead Space 3, and try to apply all that, let alone modern 2021 game design to it. Totally. I think it could be something really special, even though it is going to be a remake of something before. And then to see what, what the Callisto protocol uh, happens from there, I can't wait for that. But yeah. question for you on top of that, Tim, is the master of hype, you know, is Snowbike Mike. But you love uh, critiquing the hype, critiquing mm-hmm. the shows. Mm-hmm. The Game Awards in December, do you think this is a trailer there? I honestly, I... I hate this place that we're in for the last two years for so many reasons, but when talking about what you just asked me, I I hate that it's almost silly to make predictions this far out because so many things can change. And it's like what I expect now is like, I will, I might not even expect a month from now. Right. Uh, Having said that. Yeah. Why not? Like game awards have, has only gotten bigger and bigger and bigger in terms of like the pull that it has and the understanding it has in the industry as being this important event that everybody can come to and like have some bangers. And they're in, in a lot of ways, I kind of feel like the game awards 
are becoming the thing that developers and publishers are looking at like they used to look at E3 when there's mm -hmm. that competition level. And I don't think we've, we've hit on critical, exactly. I don't think we've hit critical mass on that yet, but with how much of a mess E3 summer game fest, like all of the, the, the stuff has been of like, you know, there's been some fine tuning and like trying to get back on course, but I think game awards has stayed on a course over the last 10 years of just getting better and better and better, For even sure. when there's been setbacks and, and, you know, things in the way like the pandemic. Uh, but I can imagine that the first game awards back live and audience, like Jeff's going to want to go as hard as possible. And I think oh, the yeah. devs and publishers are going to want to go as hard as possible. And if the game awards are in person at the end of the year and they get to go as hard as they want to, that means that the world is going to be in a better place than it was so hopefully that means games are in a better place makes sense to me number two let's jump off of that where is the world are we in a better place we'll go to number two pokemon go has responded to some angry fans this is jared moore over at ign.com niantic has issued a response to fans over complaints surrounding the company's decision to reduce the in-game extended range feature for pokestop interactions in pokemon go the developer says it will form a committee, consult with community members, and deliver a further response by September. Fans have directed anger at Niantic after it reverted pandemic-related changes to the game, most prominently the distance at which Pokestops can be interacted with. For a game that prides itself on its community-based gameplay and the size of its fan base, the, community, the company had been silent over the issue for some time, leading to a widely shared open letter from players. Niantic has finally offered a response to the community, which was published on the studio's blog. In the response, Niantic explained that its decision to revert the interaction distance from 80 meters back to 40 meters was made because it wants, quote, people to connect to real places in the real world and to visit uh, places that are worth exploring, end quote. Niantic then went on to say that it has heard the community loud and clear uh, surrounding the changes to the Pokestop gym interaction distance. The studio acknowledged the concerns raised by the community before explaining what further action it would take. The team said, quote, we are assembling an internal cross-functional team to develop proposals designed to preserve our mission of inspiring people to explore the world together while also addressing specific concerns that have been raised regarding the interaction distance, end quote. As part of the process, Niantic said, quote, we will also be reaching out to community leaders in the coming days to join us for this dialogue. Uh, this will take place before the studio shares its findings by September 1. It is unclear at this stage what proposals could be implemented into the game or to what degree these will satisfy the community. However, fans of Pokemon Go will be hoping that community leaders' uh, concerns are listed, uh, or I'm sorry, listened to and addressed sooner rather than later. Uh, the increased interaction distance uh, feature was introduced last year as a way to allow the community to keep playing Pokemon Go from the safety of their homes during COVID-19's pandemic. Uh, the in-game feature improved player safety and accessibility within the game and has been praised by the community and creators alike. Fans took uh, uh, fans of the title took to the social media a full force asking Niantic to reconsider removing the feature from the game. Timothy. That sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all around look, this sucks. It, it's, I mean, I think the the positive way to look at this is like they're trying to have the dialogue and trying to have the conversation. We'll see, we'll see where this ends up. Like, I, I don't think that there's, I think there's a side that I side on of right and wrong when it comes to this, but I don't think Ooh, it is that what, clear. What's the right and wrong for you? Well, just in the sense of like, there's a big pandem pandemic going on right now, and it's like we should not revert the things that are trying to prevent it. Like, I, in my opinion, I think when it comes to Pokemon Go, and I could be totally off on this, but I don't think that Pokemon Go itself is actually really causing that much risk to people uh, with, with the difference between the 40 meters and 80 meters. But I do think it's more of a message to the people, like a message to the public of like, hey, we should take this a little more seriously. And like, I just think that this might be a little bit premature to, to do this change for something that 
as somebody that doesn't play this game, doesn't interact with it, doesn't seem like something that needed to be changed now. Like they could have just waited a, a little longer and until things aren't spiking left and right in, in different places. And, and also I, I do need to give some context of where I'm coming from, where I'm in San Francisco and I feel safe being outside. Like I, I know how high the, the vaccination rates are in the city. I know how uh, much people respect the masks and stuff around here. So it's like, I am definitely in a bubble of safety compared to Pokemon Go players and God knows where. To Niantic's credit, and one of the reasons I think this sucks is that this change of them, uh, you know, okay, we're going back to what it was, was made, I want to say months ago, theoretically, maybe only was weeks ago, but we reported on it in the show. And at the time, it made sense. Vaccinations were way up. It seemed like we were turning the corner. Everything was going back to normal. It was before we were talking about all these variants, whether it be Delta or Lambda or whatever, right? And so I really feel like they made that announcement and said they were going to change this in the weeks ahead. And then in those weeks, the pandemic shifted and changed again. And it kind of went back to a, oh, shit, what are we doing? How do we, how comfortable is anyone doing certain activities and things, right? Like for me personally, right, like in, to removing Pokemon Go, which I, do, I, I occasionally turn on. When I'll be waiting for a cup of coffee or something, I'll turn it on and screw around. Or when we're walking and Jen's dragging me on these hikes, I'll look for something new. And I'll send Goldfarb a gift and he gets very the excited. Fucking Caterpie! Now, I'm never excited for the Pokemon. I'm more excited for the new Pokestops when I when we're when she's hiking me somewhere new. Um, however, right, like, at that time, it made sense for I, in my head. I was like, oh, of course, turn this off, yada, yada. And now here we are, right, and with all the different variants and my wife being pregnant and her immune system being all fucked up, right? Like, I am I am back in lockdown, personally, where it's like, I am not going like, you know, you, you know, better than anybody, Sam, like I'm not going to I, suicide squad screener. I'm like, I'm not going like, I'm not going to the movies. Right. Like, I don't know, you know what it, I, I, we haven't talked about it. This is us discussing kind of funny on the air, right? Like Shang-Chi, like, I don't know if I'm a part of that in review. Cause I don't know where we'll be and what's going to be happening and what the latest will be. And I can't risk uh, my wife and my unborn child. So it's like ghostbusters afterlife. I don't know where it'll be in or November. Right. Like, and so I understand, like, again, now that things have shifted back to, like, I don't know. I mean, fucking, by the way, I meant to put this in housekeeping. I'm so sorry. Everybody go send Jared Pettylove, who, guess what, is vaccinated and has COVID. So, like, that's where we're at right now. And I have multiple friends, not local, but uh, around the country, that are vaccinated and have COVID. So it's, like, cool. Like, I, with that mindset now, I'm like, Niantic, don't be stupid. Dial it back and, and let it go. And that's what I think the normal – I think that's the easy fix here. But I also get – like, this is the push and pull of it all, right, where it is, hey, Niantic designed this game to be this, to be wandering and to be walking and yada, yada, yada. So when you make that announcement to go back, I'm sure they celebrated of, like, cool, we're getting back to our vision of Pokemon Go. Then the world changes, but again, to your point, Tim, the world changes differently for everybody. Where it is this thing of like, well, yeah, you know, SF is pretty safe and is super safe. And I'm well aware that it's like very the, – the percentile chances of catching COVID and being a breakthrough case and yada, yada, yada. But I mean, it there's is so still much there. that goes into it, though. I mean, you, yeah. your wife is pregnant. You have had cancer. It's like there's there's layers to this shit, right? Where it's just like everybody has to make their own personal decision. I think that it starts from a place of like there is no decision to make. Like you should be fucking getting vaccinated. We need to do this as a society. That's not a that, in my opinion that shouldn't be a choice. And I it is, and that sucks. That's why we're where we're at right now. But I yeah. think that beyond that, it's like we get to this point where it's like cool. Then there are choices to be made. Uh, based on who you are, where you are, and like how your own personal levels of safety and shit. That th at that point is not about every other uh, the people around you. It is just about the choices you are are making. If you're vaccinated, if you're doing that right, then it's like then the levels of safety are going to be better for everybody across the freaking globe. Yeah. So yeah, 
everything sucks. <laughs> I feel for both Niantic, the player base, and everything. I'm with you that I think it's pretty clear of what you do here. You know, I don't know if you need to form a commission to do everything. Like, cool. The world's still fucked up. We'll go back to what it was during pandemic and where everybody was happy and you were still able to play the game you wanted to play and go take over a gym. But that's me and I'm not them. And I understand it's their game and their business so they can go through it and the community can have their say and everybody can figure it out together. Because I do think Niantic is a company that, again, from the sidelines, I'm not in there. It does seem like a company that listens to its audience. So I imagine they will end up uh, lessening the restrictions into a way that people can still enjoy the game during uh, these uncertain times. And now speaking of uncertain times, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I always like to call this out, of course. Uh, you know, Alana Khalif and I do a show called Presence of Mind with Cloud9 and Kaiser Permanente, and I steal these two paragraphs from them all the time. If you're age 12 or older and haven't received a COVID vaccination, you can text your zip code to 438829 to find a free vaccine near you. In many locations, no appointment is needed, and you can even get a free ride there and back with Lyft and Uber. So everybody, like I said, Number one, get vaccinated. Number two, go find Jared Petty on your social media of choice and tell him you love him. Give him a big old virtual hug as he struggles through COVID. But for now, I'll also tell you about number three on the Roper Report. Uh, Call of Duty's Among Us-like mode. Uh, this is Austin Goslin over at Polygon. Austin writes, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is getting an additional game mode for its new season. Uh, the mode is called Double Agent, and it's based on some Among Us-style deception, as shown in the trailer released on Thursday. Double Agent will feature 10 players who are each assigned a random role. The mo most important players are the Double Agents, who are tasked with either eliminating their fellow players or planting and detonating bombs across the map. Most players will play as operatives who all who have to discover uh, the double agents and keep themselves alive. Finally, uh, there is the investigator who will get special clues to help them determine the double agents who can put out wanted orders on players they suspect have betrayed their allies. Uh, the mode will feature a variety of extra features, including weapons that players can collect throughout the early stages of the match and certain extra tools for the double agents to help give them a leg up uh, on their agents or their targets. My apologies. Uh, the mode will also heavily use voice chat to help players identify who among them, among them, eh, seems to be the most suspicious. Double Agent will be part of Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War uh, Season 5 update, which is set to release August 12th. That sounds cool. Yeah, it, I mean, that sounds very cool. It reminds me a lot of um, the the Half-Life mod, Gary's mod, that we yeah. played at Achievement Hunter back in the day. I yeah, forget yeah. the name of the act. Trouble in something town someone like that someone in the chat or you're wrong you'll let Bean me know town. you know what i'm talking about um but that's just super cool it's kind of like combining that the werewolf game uh with sure first person shooter like with the popular uh community for multiplayer it sounds awesome I, I trouble in really terrorist cool. town the chat cool yeah exactly uh but anyways very very cool stuff i love when uh games try to get creative with their with modes like this because they don't always work but when they do it kind of turns into something special and i think that you know among us is we, we see these trends, right, where it's like cool battle royale. Like, I don't even need to go down the history of that. We know where that ended up. But, like, things like Among Us, things like Fall Guys, it's like I, I love when there's these moments of, like, brilliance in video games because then it's like, cool, five years from now, what other games are going to take those ideas and kind of add it to their repertoire and what they do? And, like, that creates even new game experiences. So cool stuff yeah i like to see games learning from each other uh and like you talked about with gary's mod like we really enjoyed playing that but obviously to get this on a higher uh, level out there to more people is a cool idea but you might be saying at home call of duty 
Hmm. Why am I? Well, I've heard of Call of Duty recently, right? Oh, right. Activision Blizzard sucks. Let's give you some updates on that. Uh, number four, Coke and State Farm are reassessing if they want to be part of Overwatch League. Uh, this is Teddy Amenenbar over at Washington Post. Coca-Cola and State Farm are reassessing partnerships with Activision Blizzard's Overwatch League, according to statements provided by both companies. Uh, the news comes two weeks after the state of California, California's Department of Fair uh, employment and housing sued the video game giant over allegations of widespread harassment and discrimination against female employees at the company. Activision Blizzard runs the Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League, two esports ventures which organize comp competitions around those respective first-person shooter titles. Coca-Cola and State Farm are two of seven sponsors currently listed on the Overwatch League website. Brand deals with big companies bleed into all parts of, league, of the league's match day promotion uh, production. Uh, they are sponsored player rankings powered by IMD, uh, IBM, well-placed red Coca-Cola cups next to commentators and quick rolling advertisements that run between the action in a match. The partnerships are a key way for the league and Activision Blizzard to bring in revenue alongside broadcasting rights and franchise fees. In two statements uh, provided to the Post Thursday, a spokesperson for State Farm said the insurance provider is, quote, reevaluating our limited marketing relationship with the Overwatch League, and the company has requested that no advertisements run during the matches this weekend. State Farm first became a sponsor of the Overwatch League in 2019. A spokesperson for Coca-Cola said Wednesday uh, that the company is aware of the allegations surrounding Activision Blizzard and that they've been closely monitoring the situation. We are working with our partners at Blizzard as we take a step back for a moment to revisit future plans and programs. The statement reads, Tim, mm -hmm. every time we talk about Activision Blizzard, and this is something we've talked about a lot lately, and you can even drop Ubisoft in there. You can talk anytime a company uh, does something shitty to its employees that make the games and the art you love. It's always Gary Witta saying, we got to hit him in the pocketbooks. That's the only way things will change, and yada, yada, yada. However, I kind of feel when we talk about it all the time, right, that it goes, you could go take it into unionization, right, of getting uh, big groups together. But it's also that idea of if you as a gamer say you're never going to get another Activision Blizzard game, right, that's $60, $70 out of their pocket. That's a drop in the bucket. It reminds me so much of when we talk about like pollution and energy and water conservation, right? Where it's like, they, you know, companies or not companies, states, towns will tell you, okay, well, you know, we're, do, we're on this uh, flex plan for power. You know, don't water your grass on this day, yada, yada, yada. And we, we do that as a conscious individuals trying to make the world a better place. But in reality, it's usually some fucking corporation that's doing all the polluting, taking all the energy, fucking everything up for people. And this is obviously painting with a broad brush, but you understand where I'm driving at in my point, right? This is what I think is, you know, the quickest way from A to B if you want actual, you know, ramifications from the lawsuit and from the shitty uh, fucking actions being taken by leaders over at Activision Blizzard. This is the way to hit them in the pocketbook is that the actual sponsors who are putting the millions of dollars into their pocket actually put fear into the stake uh, shareholders hearts. Yeah, I mean, Coca-Cola. That's State Farm. Like we're talking about real, real, real sponsors with real money, the consistent money, partnerships. Like it's it's not just a sponsorship; it's a partnership, right? Long term. Yeah. Um, that kind of the the the, the league is entire entirely based on an understanding that is bringing in X amount of revenue because of these these partners. So yeah, this definitely is a way a way to hit them. I, this is such a complicated conversation. We've been having it, and we're going to continue to have it. I think I'm more on in your boat than. Uh, than some of the other takes I've heard because like I truly believe that like talking about it and having like making it this public deal is the thing that over time does uh, actually create the most positive change and this is the type of things that that, that come from that. Um, but yeah, I this this is I don't want to say it's crazy like this makes sense like this is how this happens when people. Yeah. 
uh, do shitty things and then are called out and that is talked about and everyone's like, oh shit, that's shitty. I don't want to be associated with it. Yeah. That's how things should be. You shouldn't want to be associated with shitty people and shitty situations. And the conversation we've had, you know, about this ongoing, always evolving, of course, and I've talked about it before. Like, you know, we're always out here working with a net as we stumble through bigger issues and bigger ideas than anything else, right? There is this conversation Gary and I have had, and I've had probably a blessing on other shows, right? Of like the fact that we, the podcasters you're listening to right now, but you, the audience who are listening or watching this as well, right? Are the minority. We talk about the mainstream, right? And how the stock price and all this other stuff, like that's another world. We're talking about the world of Call of Duty gamers who have no idea what's actually happening in the video game industry because they just enjoy their game and more power to them. You know what I mean? I don't, I watch a lot of movies and I don't, necessarily know every movie i watch what the behind the scenes story and the drama was the director the cast yada 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 let alone the production company there's this audience there that doesn't know so you talk about this mainstream audience that doesn't know what's happening and also just the mainstream in general but you are seeing cracks i had a, a one of my, uh one of my cousins uh actually i guess cousin-in-law i don't know what you could call that if that's a thing but my cousin-in-law uh texted me last night and was just like hey man good catching up your you know maternity photos are great also, what is this thing going to sink Activision Blizzard? And I assume he knows that because he's more interested in business and they're finally seeing it reported on. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I was going to say mad money, but I don't even know if that's still a fucking stock show. You know what I mean? <laughs> like in terms of like real news and like it's breaking through to a, an echelon and an audience that isn't the same, right? Like isn't us talking about how fucked up this is. It is actually getting mainstream coverage and actually picking up traction there, which again is stuff that leans on Coca-Cola, which is leans on State Farm, which then leans on Activision Blizzard, which then leans on the fucking shareholders to be like, get the fuck out of here, people who are garbage people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, everyone needs to handle this differently, but I think that as long as people are thinking about it and trying to do what their conscious tells them is the right step forward, I think that that goes a long way. Personally, I don't think that boycotting the video games themselves is the right answer but if that's what you think more power to you and i do think that that sends a message it's a different message than i'm sending but it's all working towards the the same place i think that we need to spend less time critiquing uh how the levels and the ways that others are are supporting and just keep supporting and just supporting people supporting the way that they want to Sure. Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing for me personally, where uh, before I caught this article today, you know, we talk about the song of like, you know, I've had this conversation. I know you have on the air as well of like, well, what does kind of funny do about this? You know what I mean? Like, do we boy, you say boycott the games, which for the most part, I think, I guess Andy and Nick make it would make it. I was going to say would be easy, right? If, if tomorrow I was like, I'm never playing an Activision Blizzard game again. Everybody like, Greg, you don't play any of those games. <laughs> like, what does it matter to you? Right. But it's like, you know, oh, do we not talk about it in the air? Like, do we not, you know, go send people to preview events? Like, how do you do that? And like, what I've talked about before is for me, it's about presenting the entire picture and talking about it and doing it. So what I'm driving at to get you back on track for Games Daily was even with the Call of Duty story, I wanted to put in this, which is not a news story, but is in fact a required reading. Uh, if you didn't know, uh, obviously Jason Schreier continued great work over at Bloomberg. Jason put up an article uh, today titled uh, Blizzard Turned Game Developers into Rockstars, Misbehavior Followed. I'll read you the first three gr- graphs from this and ask you then to go to Bloomberg and read the entire report because it is fucked up, of course. One summer day in 2018, employees of the video game maker Blizzard Entertainment opened their email to find a brusque message from the chief executive officer, Mike Morham. Uh, It said the company parted ways with Ben Kilgore, the chief technology officer, and Morham's heir apparent. The email didn't give a reason, but employees immediately began to gossip. Kilgore presided over the most notorious group of sexist drinkers at the Irvine, California headquarters, where sexism and drinking were rampant, current and former employees said. Shortly afterward, they got a... 
They got a supposed explanation during a uh, large staffing meter. Derek Ingalls, uh, now head of technology, the technology department, was asked why his former, bo former boss had left. Ingalls br told a brief story that concluded with a strange piece of advice. Quote, don't sleep with your assistant, but if you're going to sleep with your assess assistant, don't stop, end quote. Five people who attended the meeting, which hasn't been previously reported, recounted versions of that story in interviews with Bloomberg. Also in the room that day was a representative from Human Resources who stood silently by, they said. Ingall's comments led to a barrage of speculation surrounding Kilgore's departure that Bloomberg has not been able to verify. Regardless, a former Blizzard assistant said this sort of locker room banter was sexist and damaging to the careers of assistants and other women at the company. Fuck off and like jason's amazing reporting goes on with this and all sorts of stories like this to really be like shine a spotlight on what a bunch of fucked up people were working there and the atmosphere and the way it got off course and everything else goes there so again i think it's not about turning a blind eye to any of this it's about elevating these kind of stories and reminding that all of us that you know real people work on your games and sometimes the people who are making the art you love are in incredibly shitty situations but stick it out or get driven out because of course they're in a shitty situation they shouldn't have to put up with nobody should have to put up with stuff like this and that's why i talk about it i've said this fifteen thousand times in the last couple of weeks but i want to keep saying it because i think it's important when you hear these things whether it's this or the fulbright stuff or any of these type of shitty situations like don't get defensive. No matter who you are, no matter what your background is, just try to take it in and listen and don't like immediately try to turn it into what you don't agree with about the statement. Try to look at it and just be like, cool, be empathetic to their situation and just try to understand how to try to make things better. And like that, again, is different for every single person. But you, all you can do is your best. And I feel like the more we hear these stories, as fucked up as they are, it's going to make a better future because hopefully more and more and we're seeing it more and more people are reflecting and trying to make better choices moving forward yeah 100 you nail it empathy that's what we talk about all the time here is being empathetic to one another and putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and again i think a lot of the reporting going on right now is excellent and can do just that and you can sit there and be like how would you feel if you were in that situation and then go from there mm -hmm. for now Let's have a palate cleanser, everybody. I'll remind you, of course, about patreon.com slash games. It's what keeps the lights and the mics on. You can go over there to be part of the show. You can go over there to get the post show we do each and every weekday. And, of course, you can go over there to get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, here are today's sponsors. This show is brought to you by DoorDash. Did you forget that one thing at the store? Well, now you can get the snacks, drinks, and household essentials that you need in 30 minutes with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code GAME, Games 2021. For our Canadian listeners, use code GAMESCA. That's 25% off, up to $10 in value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code GAMES2021 in the US and GAMESCA in Canada. Don't forget that's code GAMES2021 or GAMESCA for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. We're also brought to you by Honey. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code Fieldtonis at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for the coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop 
drop. Kind of funny, loves honey. Tim tells you all the time that you should click that dang honey button. It saved us a ton of money shopping online and it can save you money too. Honey has found its over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have honey, you can be straight up missing out on free savings. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash games. That's joinhoney.com slash games. One. And we're back. Number five on the Roper Report. PUBG's got a brand new name, and it's kind of dumb when you think about it. We're going to GameSpot where Darren, our friend, is reporting. Uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds officially has a new name, which is still the same name but different, as Crafton has rechristened the Battle Royale game to PUBG Battlegrounds. If you ignore the acronym title that the game has commonly been referred to since it launched several years ago, that means that PUBG Battlegrounds essentially stands for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Battlegrounds. <laughs> As spotted by PC Gamer, the name change took place in July, with the pu- a Player Unknown portion of the title being essentially buried on Steam in favor of the PUBG title. Now playing PUBG's... <laughs> oh, this is the video review. I didn't copy it. Uh, quote, Crafton is actively expanding the PUBG brand through a variety of new experiences set in its universe, a PRF representative said to pc gamer quote rebanding rebranding player unknowns battlegrounds to PUBG battlegrounds is the first step in us realizing this vision additional titles in the franchise will carry the PUBG name as you will see with our upcoming game PUBG new state well tim this is totally one of those of like in the moment we're all gonna eye roll and laugh at it and then it won't make it, it, nobody's gonna care yeah absolutely it's funny it's silly but i also from a branding perspective i get it like totally branding is hard and sometimes you just need to okay look greg i'm gonna take you back okay a little journey to eight years ago which is crazy eight years ago please i love going back that 2013 all right grand theft auto 5 comes out we me and you little boys at ign yeah and 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 we're learning we're looking at all this seo we're trying to figure out stuff and we learned that despite the game being called grand theft auto v roman numeral five it's like Mm -hmm. no people are searching for grand theft auto five so or gta 5 in to be more specific so it's like you need to kind of learn these things and at some point you gotta just kind of be like all right this is what the people are saying so we just gotta go with it so with this i bet you there's a ton of people that would just call it like battlegrounds or PUBG battlegrounds and like it's dumb doesn't make sense but it makes (laughs) sense to the people and at the end of the day the people are what matter so it's what we're talking about right where it's like yeah you're talking about seo you're talking mm-hmm. about how people actually refer to call your game and do anything uh of course uh, over at GameSpot, darren goes on and i like i like his next paragraph the move kind of makes sense given how crafton is busy developing its own metaverse with PUBG universe games such as the survival horror the callistic the Callisto Protocol from the creators of Dead Space, which has set several centuries in the future of that universe. There's also PUBG New State, a battle royale for mobile devices that is still scheduled to be released later this year, which has a slightly futuristic setting as well. On top of that, Castlevania's Adi Shankar is busy developing an animated series as well. So it's exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. People already search for PUBG. So now that you're searching for PUBG, you don't want to lose PUBG when you call, I guess the, there's a good chance Callisto Protocol is going to be called PUBG Callisto Protocol, right? Because when you search PUBG, you're probably looking for this game, but they yep. want to show you their other games that they're selling. Yep. It's about understanding. It's just about understanding what you are trying to get from your search. <laughs> so them, especially having multiple games in the universe, makes a ton of sense. Yeah, 100%. Uh, number six sad depending on who you are maybe uh the evil dead game has been delayed this is from the evil get evil dead game twitter uh the 
Evil Dead, the game, will be releasing in February 2022. Uh, hey, Groovy Gamers, we're targeting a new release date to give the team some extra time for polish and to ensure this is the ultimate Evil Dead experience you're waiting for. This additional time is also allowing us to implement a single-player option that will let you enjoy the game when you are without your co-op compadres. There you go. Tim, I know you're big on Evil Dead. You can't wait for this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not true at all. But... um. I'm happy this game's happening, and yeah, delays are going to keep Are you? Going it's on. such a weird one. Don't get me wrong. I, everybody should enjoy whatever they enjoy. I'm not trying to say that, blah, blah, blah. It's just like Evil Dead. Huh. Okay. I mean, you know what I mean? That's, like, that's Friday the 13th. Huh. Okay. You like, bite your fucking tongue. All no, right. It's the same thing. It's like there has it has a very, very, very dedicated know, uh, group know, of people. Predator, same thing. It's like, like yeah, these they're very big deals to big groups of people. Like groups of people that are big enough to make these video games to sustain the video games. I don't know. We've seen that not really work out for Friday the 13th or Predator long term, but sometimes long term isn't necessary. People can just have fun for a year. You know what I mean? Like that's I that needs to be okay. Indeed. I agree. Oh my god, totally. No, not everything needs to be a 14 year experience or whatever. Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, in the chat over here, it moved. It's gone. But somebody was calling for Evil Dead and review. Tim, when you coward. I mean, at some point, probably. I, look, but come on, the, like, is that worth it? Two of the movies are the same movie. I've never seen any, so I don't know. Right, one and two are like he's like, oh, I have a bigger budget, I can do this better. I saw Army of Darkness. I think I've seen funny movie. I, I think funny I've seen movie. Evil Dead clips and stuff. You know, for me, it was Sam Raimi. Didn't exist really until he made Spider Man. One, two, which are great movies. Don't listen to Tim. Don't listen to the Spider-Man in review crew. You right, forgot about up. number three. That's not a great movie. Spider-Man 3 is awful. Terrible. Horrible. Tim, where the fuck is the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? Well, I got you here. I'm there I mean, it's down. everything we just spent the last fucking 40 minutes talking about. It's just like Sony. Th- 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 okay, let me say this briefly. Spider-Man No Way Home is the first movie to have the potential to cross a billion in a post-pandemic in air quotes world so or no, 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 i mean i'm gonna say that in a pandemic world so we we've had the reality of fast nine coming out but that was way too early uh for the thing and it got messed up with like the international releases as well oh, but spider-man what's up kev i was saying fast nine so sad that it made like not a lot of money you know well it's making a lot of money i mean it's breaking records for the pandemic world but it's not I mean, crossing a are, billion yeah it's exact but like it should have in, in any normal world it would have it would have it would have 100 percent. yeah but so this de- spider-man definitely uh would cross a, a billion in a, in a normal world so i think that they're both disney and sony are looking at this like yo we gotta we gotta be smart about it like i think we'll uh we'll know a lot more in the next month because of shang chi but i think more importantly venom on the Venom. on the Sony side of if it keeps its September twenty third date, um, but we do also have uh, what's it called? CinemaCon, CinemaScape, Cinema, some big E three type event for okay. uh, movies and shit that's coming in a couple weeks, and Sony has a three hour presentation during it. So what the fuck else would they be talking about? Like they do have some things, but like it, all eyes are on that for. If a trailer were to drop, will we see that trailer or will it just be behind closed doors there? We just get to read a synopsis. That's another question. The chat's confusing me. Do people like Spider-Man 3? Are there this many people, people like who everything? Are Greg, here's what we, there, there are, are, here's what we now, need to learn. 
Weenie that, Worm says Spider-Man Three gate, uh, greater than Far From Home. Easy. No, but like they're like they're kids with bad taste. You know what I mean? Like I'll say it. Weenie from whatever is it's got terrible taste. Yeah, okay. Weenie from Worm. Okay, terrible no, there's taste. a lot of people saying no. Okay, okay. It's a, it's Sorry. a really bad movie and uh, horrible movie. But like here's the thing: there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man movie that's ever happened," and it's just objectively not. You know? Also true. I'll, I'll, I'm with you, Kevin. I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, I know that you I agree like with me. Too. I'm saying that's not correct. Yeah. Sure, but it's not the best. There's been so much better. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing. No, with your, I know. Your I know you're agreeing with me, and I'm agreeing with you. God, if we I'm could hug right now, it'd be great. God, can you imagine how yeah. nice that? Be? Yeah, but COVID, yeah. you know what I mean? Fucking sucks, dude. Sucks. One day you and I will be able to get within 40 meters of the same Pokestop. Don't worry. Number seven on the Roper Report and final. This is just a tidbit for you. Streamline Media Group announced gaming industry veteran Sean Layton has joined its advisory board. Layton will advise the company on its overall global strategy for video games and enterprise. If you're like me and had no idea what Streamline Media Group is, let me tell you, one of the most frustrating press releases I've ever read in my fucking life. Like it just does. Usually at the end, they're like about Streamline Media. They didn't do that. So then I had yeah. to go to Streamline Media's website, more buzzwords and shit. I had to drill into, uh, like, ugh, God, drove me crazy. I guess yeah, they make, they have some fucking development thing that kind of helps some video games, I guess. And then they also, but they're multimedia. They do a whole bunch of shit. I don't fucking know. But Sean's over there advising. Yeah, yesterday I had a similar situation where, um, I forget the name of the company now, but they acquired .emu, the Streets of Rage 4. Oh, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, Which I thought was .emu. It's not. It's .emu, Greg. You can learn that. Emu. You can learn that. Um, but yeah, then I was like looking into who these people were. And it like I was like, there's Googling this did not clarify anything for me. Their Wikipedia sucks, their website sucks. So yeah. Because it opens with a thing. So I'm on the email here, right? Streamline Media. Uh, welcome to Streamline Media, Sean Layden. Then there's a letter from Sean talking about like you know his career coming here. But like it's all like this is Sean Layden. By aligning with Streamline and its proven record of success and innovation. I believe we can all be part of creating what I call this third epoch of gaming. I'm saying that wrong. But like, then you go to the actual press release, right? And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Layden was about him, sure. We are honored, excited to show on the board. With 30 years experience, uh, the alignment poised to accelerate the digital transformation of the business, creativity, and consumer engagement as Layden and Fernandez reflect on their People Plus strategy article design. It's like, what are you talking about? This announcement comes on the heels of Streamline's global expansion into the Americas. Like, what do you do? With diversity and representation at its core, Streamline is actively recruiting applicants to support the industry's growth while also transforming traditional businesses through the implementation of video game technology. What do you fucking create? What is? What do you do, Streamline Media? They pay you Sean in money to be on a board. And it's like, I get that you do multiple things, I guess, right? Because you go, like, I go to their website and it's like entertainment and enterprise video games. Okay, and I click on about us. This is where it should be fixed, right? Streamline was founded in 2020 or 2001 by the Netherlands. Well, let me try this again. Streamline was founded in 20, 2001 in the Netherlands by four young, passionate gamers with a gift for modding and developing original games. Okay, so you make games. 20 years later, Streamline has weathered the digital transformation, economic crisis, and the global pandemic. Since our first project, Gunman Chronicles, we've established strong relationships with AAA developers, publishers, and brands across entertainment and enterprise industries. Streamline is, is now five brands. With over 180 people across three continents, we've evolved into, to me. We've involved. In, <laughs> we've evolved into a company that bridges media, entertainment, technology, and enterprise with video game technology and methodology. We continue to seek out like-minded creatives and innovators uh, to collaborate with us, as we love playing games and we love working in working in and developing new tools and technologies to build them. Our philosophy. 
has always been to create fair relationships that grow value for everyone involved with respect and dignity. Do you make video games? Do you make the tools to make video games? Are you, you're bridging media. So are you a media company? Do you have a website? You entertainment. So is it movies and TV as well? Technology is on its own. So are you making what? And Sean's in there. They're about to, they're going to rebrand soon. It's going to be streamlined media, streamlined games, streamlined media, streamlined game tools, streamlined media, streamlined. And then whatever. it's my favorite of like you go to battlegrounds. Let's click on the portfolio for streamlined media, right? Little nightmares too. Oh, you okay? Odd Oddworld Soulstorm. Cool. I will click on Oddworld Soulstorm, and that'll tell me what you did. No, it is a larger image of Oddworld Soulstorm. Mm-hmm. So, I like Lauren Landing and his Oddworld team made the game, but you made one of the. They just streamlined it. You did a technology, like, did they use your engine for it? Did you help them do PR for it? Did you consult them? Oh, you, Outriders is here too. I click on Outriders. Oh, image 19 could not be found actually when I click on your website. Sounds like somebody needs to streamline this media tool. Congratulations, Sean Layden. If you're going to, and now streamline media, next time you send a fucking press release, put in about streamline media, streamline it so I understand what the fuck this is. I wonder what his shirt Sean Layden's wearing. You think he still wears that Crash Bandicoot shirt every once in a while? Fucking hope so. You know what I mean? He knew all along. He did. (laughs) Tim, I'm excited to get a press release from Streamline Media explaining what the fuck they do. But that's still so far away. If I wanted Mm -hmm. something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Yeah. Out today, Go Runes on Xbox One, Bless Unleashed on PC, Life Slide on PC, Castle of the Pixel Skulls on Switch, Racetrack Driver on Switch, The Last Survey on Switch, Badland Game of the Year Edition on Switch, Zenjin, like Dungeon, but Zenjin, Switch, uh, Bone Marrow, Switch, Skater XL Multiplayer Update now available on PS4, Xbox, and PC. And then Alta Rays is out now on Steam. New dates for you. Oh, Oba, Doru. Updated version is coming to Nintendo Switch on August 12th. Uh, Suganochi, oh no, Suganoi is coming to Steam on August uh, 13th. Parasite is coming to Steam August 17th. Tim? We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening to podcast services around the globe. Today, pitched a perfect game. Uh, the only thing we had in there worth calling out is that a couple of people wrote in that while we are live, Psychonauts, uh, or I guess Double Fine said Psychonauts 2 has gone gold. So Be Psychonauts cool. has gone gold. You have your information. That game is really happening. Xbox Gamecast, day and date. Enjoy, everyone. Oh, yeah. um remember ladies and gentlemen the show is ending but it isn't really you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games to get the post show tim and i are going to do if that's not your jam you can hang out right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games uh mike and crew will be playing some fortnite maybe some grounded if you said oh man i'm in my car right now driving honk your horn twice beep beep, beep and then beep. remember that you can go to youtube.com slash kind of funny plays our newest youtube channel and you mm-hmm. can get all the archives of mike's streams over there if you said, that's great, but I'm more excited about what's coming at Kind of Funny Games Daily next week, let me run you through it. Monday, Tim and Janet are hosting. Tuesday, Greg and Gary are hosting. Wednesday, Blessing and Someone is hosting. I would assume it's going to be Janet as well, but I will ask Blessing if he wants to get anybody else in there. But I haven't talked to Janet. She's on vacation, so it's like I can't really book somebody in there. I'll see what Blessing wants. You can shake it up. Thursday. I, I do know, and this gets complicated, but I'm just throwing this out there. Paris wants to do the show with Tam. 
Yeah, here's the best thing about Paris Lily, all right? And yeah. I hope I hope this motherfucker is in the chat watching live right now. Paris Lily always does that. Oh, I'd love to do that. He has a better voice. I'm trying to do my Paris voice, but I can't do oh. it because Paris goes, oh, I'd love, to do, I'd love to do that. God, he's got such a good voice. But he, he's like, I'd love to be on the show with anybody or whatever. Every time I hit him up, he's like, oh, well, I got a meeting. I got a meeting that day. And I think, honestly, Wednesdays, I think, are his meeting day for this job that I keep telling him. Fucking job. Just tell me how much money you need. We will steal it from you. Will it be enough to support a family of, I don't know, he's got a wife and at least one tall child. <laughs> I don't know how many other, sh- I think there's he maybe two. A tall child, yeah. Maybe two boys, I'm not sure. But it's like, will it be enough to support them comfortably? Of course not. But you'll be able to do whatever you want with us all the time. And isn't the free time in video games more worth that than whatever? You know what I mean? These kids mm-hmm. are definitely old enough to get jobs. That's my thing. Have them start pulling their weight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We'll, you know, we can start. Tim, you're a great schemer. Scheme mm-hmm. for scholarships for him. You know what I mean? Scheming for scholarships. I love it. The branding is there, Greg. That's a good show yeah. there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyways, I, you know, Paris has always got some excuse, and I believe Wednesdays is his big time excuse day. But I'll look into it because again, I'm always like, he's like, oh, me and Khalif should host. I'm like, yes, you should. What about this day? He's like, oh, I got a meeting. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done trying. Meet this, Paris. <laughs> yeah, meet this. Uh, Thursday, Blessing and Tam Friday. Uh, blessing and me with Blessing Hosting. Like I said, if you're watching this right now, live, get ready for some Fortnite. I believe Joey Noel is showing up. Is she going to play as Ariana Grande? I don't know. I would assume she bought that skin. Oh, Joey is fucking stoked about that. I don't know if she's doing that right now, but like she is, I don't think she's ever messaged me more about one she- thing. <laughs> she's definitely she bought the skin she bought the skin i'm feeling good good because i haven't bought the skin and like my squad my squad is running with the skin sure you know what i mean what level are you at fortnite right now 101 baby god i love how much you all love fortnite i love it so much kevin i also and i don't think i've told this story on camera you can stop me if i want uh what what it was um post e3 right yeah where mm-hmm. we were like hey you know what everybody killed at e3 we want to help out well you know it, you know we want to you know give you some kind of reward obviously take the days off you work too much we will buy you a video game of your choice at the time i was, I was like, a, lot, a lot of people are gonna want mario golf i know kevin slacks me he's like so instead of buying mario golf or a video game can i just get it in v bucks and i was like Hell, yes you yeah can, still kevin. waiting for and that I'm you proud of you. still waiting that's for amazing that. kevin i was like you know what game i want i want i want a More. nba 2k 22 on the playstation 5 so that's 70 dollars. so yeah that in v bucks <laughs> well the thing is it's you can either get in like 60 bucks or 80 and i just feel like you know i mean why if we're there if we're there you know Kevin, you have yeah. my permission to do eighty, and if and Tim and Nick yeah. vote me down, I'll, I'll pay the ten. Bu- I'll pay the. I'll pay the ten bucks out of pocket. I don't care. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat that to Joey just a heads up. So it's it's definitely gonna be both of us. You guys work too hard. I don't mind. Don't worry about it. I'll put. All right, that's what I'm talking don't about. The coldest water. Uh, well, hold on. Before you go, though, this is the information I do need from you. How many weeks from Superman are we? Because that was the thing. Remember this? Oh, they're gonna have Superman this thing, and I was like, yeah. And then they're like, it's gonna be in seventy-five days, and I was like, I'm not gonna keep my four eye on it. fucking days. No my shit, guy. really. Four you- days. So now, so now, my next question for you, Kevin. Oh, you actually are you doing the post show? Are you going off of this? I'm off of this. I'm I'm okay, on. Then, you have to remember. answer this on the live show. I'm sorry, everybody. My next question for you, Kevin, is. Do you understand how to get him? Because they changed how they get rewards this season, and I haven't played this season, so I need somebody uh, to tell me. How to yeah, do. so what you're going to have to do is collect levels. Probably you'll get stars, five for each level that you level up. Okay. So you're going to be in a great position because yeah. it's going to be really easy for you to level up and get a fuck ton of stars. Right? So yeah, yeah. Like Unless they change it. So like, it might be different for Superman. We'll see. 
Superman. Uh, before we get to the post show, Kev, can you bring up what I just sent to assets? Oh, Corey, Corey Cudney has, has heard the call. <laughs> I love Friday shows, you know? I know. I know, man. It's this is the one where we let our hair down. I, I really feel like we're streamline mediating it right just so, now. Just so you they know, we, we're everything. We're Twitter. We're YouTube. I don't want to look at it till it's up full. Let it full screen it, then let me watch. Hold All on, right. hold on, hold on. There's two steps involved still. Turn Kevin, this do you off. Think? Don't worry about it. Turn uh, to one on. All right, great. There we go. A little inception there. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. When I drink the iced coffee, I'm a madman. I am the electricity gremlin in Gremlins 2 that Billy mm. uses through the phone to electrocute so all cool. the gremlins at the end of Gremlins 2. I'm sorry for the Gremlins 2 sport. <laughs> electricity Greg you have shooting through all the other gremlins. All right. When I drink the iced coffee, Great I, work love I love Corey. I love you. I love you and so I, much. Thank you for that. We didn't say at the top of the show, but happy 35th birthday to Metroid, baby. There's a new Metroid Dread trailer that came out. It looks Ooh. awesome. A lot of lore stuff going on. It's getting me all tingly and excited, Greg. Ladies and gentlemen, I, really I hope like we made you tingly and excited. Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames to be part of the show, support the show, get the post show we're about to do. But if not, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the world. No matter where you get the show, thank you for your support. I hope you have a great weekend. And remember, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.